Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. I feel the icy breath of death upon my neck. Beware the ground on which you stand. Wendy! I'm The floor is quicker than the sand. She's doing the real understand what you're doing this day. I'm learning. Perfect. There goes. Bert! They're under the ground! They're under the This species were fundamentally insane. Can I speak to Annabelle? One, two of us in a room with big sides and start dreaming up reasons to kill one another. I'm sorry? Rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Education is one of the cornerstones of our society. We're constantly berated with information on a daily basis and told every tidbit of it will someday be important. But let's be honest, I've never needed to know that stamen, stigma and pollen make up the sexual organs of a flower. It feels like school is just the advertising for higher education. And when it comes to jobs such as the medical profession, there's a lot to learn. Welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, JP. What was your favourite school in... Uh, what was your favourite subject in school? Favourite subject in school? Mmm... Man, uh, <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? Well, it was a long time ago, so <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably say English. English. Yeah. I like English as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, writing stories. Um, Absolutely, that's probably about it. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the grammar and the essay writing. Nah, yes, thanks, but yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, English, I guess. I got a bad experience with English, though. I'd say English as well, but uh, I got marked down because my my uh, creative writing was too dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I didn't pass my school C because I needed like 2% and they just didn't give it to me. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Educational system, everyone. <laughs> but uh, that brings us nicely into our film. Uh, this week, it was my first time watching 1985's Reanimator. Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such drivel? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to twelve minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. <laughs> but lately they're getting out of hands. <laughs> And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being administered. Once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. <laughs> Oh, 
You had to kill him! He's dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life. And not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head get a job in a sideshow? It will scare you to pieces. Awesome. So we open uh, on a hospital, which I thought was in Germany, mm. just by, by the sign. Um, and then we get introduced to Dr. Gruber, and I'm like, yes, Germany. Yes. <laughs> it's not Germany. No. <laughs> I'm very wrong. Or <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they mentioned it's Switzerland or Sweden Switzerland. Or, or the yeah, Netherlands. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we see, it, we see a doctor pacing the halls. Um, she's just outside an office. There's lots of screaming coming in from, uh, from inside. We see the name on the door. It says Dr. Gruber. And I'm like, oh, it's definitely Germany. Because <laughs> then she's yelling in what sounds like German as well. And I apologize if, if you're from the Netherlands or Switzerland or whatever. It just sounded like German. I'm so sorry. Um, but she can't get in. The door's locked. Uh, there's a crash. They break it open and they find uh, Dr. Gruber's having a fit on the floor as a young man is bent over him with some sort of needle. Mm. And I go, okay, all right, okay. We're straight into it. <laughs> Um, he gets pulled off and he's screaming you ruined my notes and I just put oh is this an experiment mm. <laughs> this doesn't doesn't feel very um, clinically sound no. for an experiment just no. in an office mm. <laughs> um, the doctor goes to check on Dr. Gruber who bolts up and his his eyes pop yes <laughs> and he drops dead yes and I love it. Yes, it's a great, great opening. <laughs> it's such a good opening. So many eighties movie have have the um, the opening kill. I don't think I've ever seen one quite like this though. Mm. Like even Hellraiser didn't wasn't this sort of um, I wouldn't say gory. I guess graphic is the term because it's it's your eyes. It's his eyes fully pop. Yes, and it's nasty. It's it is so nasty, <laughs> but it's kind of funny, though. So, it's really I mean, funny. It kind of really does set the tone. Absolutely. Because it's an 80s movie, so, you know, it's not it's not your CGI balls exploding. No. You're not like, ah! You're more like, <laughs> And it's what you love with the 80s is all the prosthetics and all of that. Absolutely. The special effects are so, so damn good. Mm. Um, he sort of mentions that the, the dosage he gave the doctor was too high, and I was like, the fuck are you dosing him with? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't kill him I gave him life that's right yes. and I'm like oh is this going to be a Frankenstein thing because I in my head I was like I, I saw the title Reanimator I saw the movie post and I went oh okay we're either doing zombies or we're doing like a Frankenstein thing mm-hmm. and by the end of the movie we're sort of doing a bit of both, bit of both yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's yeah that's about right uh, we get the credits rolling um, H.P. Lovecraft sort mm. of trundled past I sort of caught, caught it out the corner of my eye yes. and I went oh it's shit loosely based on Lovecraft's Herbert West Reanimator oh okay is mm. it see I, I've got the H.P. Lovecraft collection as a right. book I just haven't read it yet yep. is this pretty close to I mean obviously it's 80s it has it has like moments from the book or the short story but I mean the film is obviously set in the 80s mm. so it's like but it's the same sort of concept, same sort of idea, yes, that sort yes. of thing. 
brilliant I need to read it then mm. because I loved this movie this movie was damn fun yes. uh, <laughs> my next note just says uh, 80s credits music fucking jams <laughs> it sounds like I remember when I watched it years ago and I was like I know this theme and it's almost the psycho theme oh I hadn't thought about that with like a drum beat and I believe it's one of the band brothers Charles Band or whatever the other band is right um, who created Full Moon Pictures they do like uh, Puppet Master films a whole lot of Oh, schlocky, really? Yeah, terrible. The, the really schlocky ones. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, Full Moon Entertainment is, is great. It's they are. very prosthetic. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know you're getting practical effects yes, when you go yes, into a Full yes. Moon production. But I know that there's some brothers. It's like Charles Band or something band. Something like that, brother, yeah. Brother band. <laughs> um, but it gave me... Because um, not, not long before this, we watched uh, Beetlejuice with Jade. Yeah. And I was just like, that 80s music for mm. credits was just wild yeah it was just like you know what you're gonna sit here and you're gonna jam out to this and mm. you're gonna be humming this later yes well, was, yeah danny elfman wasn't it that did the thing i'm pretty sure he did yeah and i was like that just bouncing up and down going yeah beetlejuice but basically all the credits are set to medical pictures there seems to be a lot of focus um here on the eyes the facial muscles and stuff like that so i was like is this playing in is this what we're leading into it turns out to be more of a full body thing, but I guess the head and stuff does play a integral role. Mm. Well, I guess, yes, because it's all about the brain death, isn't it? And mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess the so. The reagent and you know, the body has to be fresh because the be- the brain hasn't been... Isn't, like, started decomposing yes, or lost yeah, oxygen or, yeah. and that sort of thing. Mm. 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 So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I never noticed that, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was cool. I made notes because I wasn't sure what's important. <laughs> That's the problem when it's your first time watching, eh? Mm. <laughs> um, we then open on uh, Massachusetts Massachusetts uh, Medical School. Yep. There's doctors and nurses all doing CPR on a flatlining patient. They defib, no success. We meet our main character, Kane, mm-hmm. who just won't give up on this body. And that sort of plays into basically what his entire character is going to be throughout this yep. film. He's the guy who won't give up. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's no good. The pa- patient's dead. And his, I guess, his tutor, his senior or whatever like that, says um, a good doctor knows when to stop. When to stop. Hmm. And I put foreshadowing? Question mm-hmm. mark. Yeah. If we're bringing back the dead, you know, maybe we should know when to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he then has to wheel the patient into the morgue. Uh, we meet Mace, the security guard, who I think might be my favorite character. This guy. He's the one reading the pornos, isn't it? Yes. yes, yes <laughs> this yes, is the yes, guy yes. reading the porno and he's Time like, Time for my break. Hi, Kane, how you doing? You want in the more? Yeah, no problems at all. I'm going on my break. Takes the porn mag with him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, the 80s was wild. Oh, yeah. uh, he says, Don't know why, why they have locks on these doors. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody wanting in and ain't nobody getting out. <laughs> and I'm like, Cool. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Patient, patients taken to the chiller they mentioned they have a full house so there's a lot of corpses in there mm-hmm. uh, I'd never thought about this has technology moved on or do you think we still use this the, the giant chiller thing I would say I think we do do we? I don't know no I don't know either I've never been, never been in like the morgue of a hospital a hospital or anything like that because right. maybe because I always imagined it as just the drawers so maybe we've moved from like keeping them in a chiller and then doing the autopsy to just chilling the drawers? Well, maybe it just depends. Like, maybe you've got, like, 
like John Doe's in the draw in the drawers because mm. there's no sort of follow up in police cases or whatever to go. Hey, we need to you know check out the body. Right. Whereas the ones that aren't in the drawers are the ones that are going to be examined next. Or... Oh, I see. They're like it's it's the queue. They've all got their little ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you've got like a, an unknown death, you don't know who the person is. I mean, of course he's going to get put to the back of the line, right? But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's not a mm. high priority. Because nobody's like, hey, how did he yeah. die? Yeah. Um, we meet a mortician who's taken a brain sample. Um, we then meet the dean of the school, uh, Dean Halsey. Dean Halsey. Dean Halsey. Yeah. We learn Kane's first name, which is Dan. So throughout my notes, he's now Dan, not Kane. Dan. Dan Kane. <laughs> Dan Kane. And I'm like, that's such a like eighties um, action hero name. Isn't mm. it? <laughs> Dan Kane is on the case. It's like John McClane. Dan <laughs> Kane. <laughs> you know, every know. Arnold Schwarzenegger character. Sure. <laughs> Uh, we also meet Herbert West for the first time, mm-hmm. a researcher from Switzerland. It's not Germany, everyone. It's definitely not it's Germany. It's Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> um, we get this amazing line. Herbert West couldn't be more suspicious if he fucking tried. Mm. Um, what were you researching? Death. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> It's just, it's red flag waving everywhere. I'm like, dude, there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Um, Herbert West is the man from the opening. Uh, I finally recognized him. Mm-hmm. Took me a second. Uh, they mentioned the death of Dr. Gruber. Yep. Um, so that gives me a timeline. I wasn't sure if this movie was leading up to it, you know, where they sort of go, this is the end of the movie and here's the rest of the movie leading up to it. Right. Or whether it was like, this happened and then this yeah. happened so I was like oh okay cool Dr. Gruber died and now we're in Massachusetts yes. so cool just quick was it is I mean is it Arkham what do you mean the Arkham school Arkham, Arkham medical school oh actually I didn't like, take that Arkham, Arkham Massachusetts Arkham there's a lot of H.P. Lovecraft stories it's always Arkham Arkham mm, Ark- oh sorry no uh, Miskatonic University is that what it's called? I believe so. What does that mean? What's that? Well, Miskatonic is just the name of the university that mm. is always in these Lovecraft, Lovecraft themed oh, films. So he basically makes it canon in his stories, I guess. Oh, that's so cool! Oh, I need to read H.P. I've got so I've got so many movies that say like based on H.P. Lovecraft's work, mm. and I'm like, I need to read that shit. You'll probably find a few of them as well are directed by Stuart Gordon. Oh, really? He did Reanimator and mm. uh, producer Brian Usner. Usner? Usner? Right, okay. Um, yeah, he did. I believe he directed the sequels to Reanimator. Yes. Uh, I noticed mm. when I typed in Reanimator into IMDb, there's like four, five of them, something like that. I think there's it's three. There's oh, really? Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator, and then Reanimator Beyond, or Beyond mm. Reanimator. I wonder if they're going to do a reboot. They've been doing that a lot lately. Well, Stuart Gordon died. I always felt that he was either a writer or a producer. Mm. Um, but yes, he died. I can't remember when it was. But um, I believe there was going to be another one, a fourth, mm. and it was going to be William H. Macy as the president, and he dies, and they bring him back to life. Oh my god. But, yeah, it never, <laughs> never happened. So I remember reading about it in, like, Fangoria or something. Right. Ago, so. Are the others as good as, um, well-made as this one, or do they slowly decline in quality? Oh, the second one's great. Love the second one. Is the second one bright? Yes. Okay, yes. that one's good, isn't um, it? The third one, I guess, because it was made... Oh, I don't know when the third one was made, but I'm going to say maybe like after 2000s. Oh, wow. That recent? I think. Wow. I feel like I was in my 20s when it came out, but 
I mean, there might even be VHS releases of it. I'm not 100%. My mind gets phase, phase, <laughs> it gets a bit fuzzy as I get older. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, 2000 for another reanimator. Oh, I feel like it was something about then. It was around uh, then. It might have been late 90s, but... Mm. Because they're all sort of getting a resurgence again. I mean, um, this year, just recently, we've got a Jeepers Creepers release again. Mm. And that's an old 90s movie. Yes. I mean, they sort of carried on. There was a second one in the 90s. And then the second one's great, too. The second one's great, too. The Lots third one is rubbish. Is that re- Revenous? Or I think so. Something, something like that. Like that yeah. it's, it's not good. That was rubbish. But, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> enough distraction. <Yes. laughs> We, so this is Dr. Hill. Um, mm-hmm. He is a brain specialist. Yep. Uh, Herbert and Hill have a disagreement about um, ty- uh, how long it takes the brain to die, basically. Mm-hmm. After death, um, uh, yeah, after death, how long it takes before your brain's basically useless. Like, it, you can't do anything with it. Uh, and my note just says, so is this a zombie movie then? <laughs> Question mark? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we see that Dan's advertising for a roommate. Yes. We meet his girlfriend with some 80s boobies everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love Barbara Crampton. <laughs> she's, my, she's my all-time favourite screen, screen queen. She, what else has she been in? Because I might have seen well, her in something else. She was else. in another Stuart Gordon film, H.P. Lovecraft adaptation called From Beyond. Mm, she okay. was in a TV soap series called Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, I've heard of Bold and the Beautiful. Never and watched she it. She pops up occasionally in new stuff. I believe she was in... The, that film You're Next oh I love that movie yeah she was the mother in the film. oh oh I've got to check out her and IMDb I'm sure she actually turns up as well in Colour Out of Space which is also <gasps> a Lovecraft I love Colour Out of Space with Nick Cage yeah. yes he's, she's the wife so damn okay Ooh, anyway <laughs> she's she's gorgeous by the oh way. yeah I love she's her gorgeous and we also meet the cat Rufus <laughs> oh no a pet in a horror movie mm-hmm. <laughs> every horror movie they're just like and this is my dog my cat my hamster my gerbil I don't care it's gonna die in yeah. about two scenes <laughs> end up in a box or, yeah. <laughs> I'm like stop it Dear movie creators no <laughs> kill as many people as you like stop killing the damn dog <laughs> Uh, we also learn that uh, the girlfriend is the dean's daughter. Right. <gasps> Scandalous. Scandalous. Absolutely. Um, I put in this light, she kind of looks like blonde Drew Barrymore from Screen. Mm. I think it's when she was getting dressed in the bedroom and the light catches her a certain way and I just went, oh, she looks like uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I mean, 10, 15 years apart. When was Scream? 99? Scream. Scream, the original Scream. Oh, no, it was earlier than that. 93 or Oh, it was early know. 90s, wasn't it? I'm just trying to think, because again, it's another one that I feel like I went to the cinema and saw. Mm. Damn good So movie. I must have been at least what? 16 or 17, so I'm thinking like 96, 97? Oh, possibly maybe. then. Mid, mid to late 90s, somewhere yeah, around that zone. Because yeah. E.T. was early 80s and she was like a... Like, wasn't E.T. like 80? Yeah, and she was a fucking... <laughs> she was like, like a four-year-old. Girl. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but they basically promise one another that once Dan gets his medical license, they'll leave together and they can be together properly without the watchful eye of Dean Dad. Dean Halsey. Dean Halsey, whose name we do find out, but I don't think I ever wrote it down. Seems like a good guy, too, as well, when you first meet him, the Dean. Yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Same with Dr. Hill, actually. Yes. I went, yeah, all right. Because I, I flip flop so much in this movie where I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So Herbert's clearly the villain. Mm. Dr. Hill? Not a bad man. He's a very professional. And then ten minutes later, oh no, mm. <laughs> definitely not. 
<laughs> um, Dan pretends to be a zombie. He teases her. He sort of uh, chases her out. Uh, she picks up her books as if she's going to leave. Is she also a medical student? I assume so. Ooh. I don't think, well... Because she's in the hospital later as well, like she's working there. But I don't think they ever say. really established, though. No, she picks up books like she's studying something. Or maybe she's just studying at the university. I don't know. Bachelor of Arts. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I have no fucking idea. But uh, they open the door. We're going to find out later, though. (laughs) (laughs) They open the door and they find find Herbert creepily standing there. That's right. (laughs) I'm here to apply apply to be Dan's roommate. (laughs) We learn that um, the girlfriend's name is Megan. So now I know it's Megan or Megan or however you would like to pronounce it. Meg. Meg. Don't they always just call him Meg? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think our dad might call her Megan. Probably. I mean, it's a dad dead, thing, isn't it? Dead. Full name. <laughs> my, my note here just says, God, Herbert is creepy. He's too direct and impersonal, and it's very off-putting. Mm. <laughs> um, I kind of... He's kind of endearing in this way, though, don't you find? Yeah. I mean, there's still some sort of, like... I find him still kind of, like, non-threatening. You find him non-threatening? Yeah, I find him I so creepy. He's so like soft-spoken, and he's yeah. So was so was um Norman Bates. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the thing with like Herbert West is that he seems like yes, he's a bit odd, but and I mean. You can't quite explain it, but I don't feel like I would be afraid of him. I'd just be like, oh, he's the quiet, weird guy. He's probably into the same shit that I'm into. True, actually, yeah. In all honesty, if I was in a classroom with him, he'd probably be the one I make friends with. Um, Herbert checks out the apartment looking specifically for a basement. Mm. Definitely not suspicious. (laughs) Yes, he goes down and he goes, yes! This basement is perfect. And I was like, is he going to move into the fucking basement? Yeah, well... You're going to have a basement dwelling roommate. I mean, uh, yeah, again, I'm attracted to basements. <laughs> you know, I'd love to live in a basement, you know? It's, it's so weird how excited he, goes, he gets, though, because he's so non-emotional, mm. really. But he's like, yes, perfect. When can I move in? My stuff's outside. Mm. <laughs> um... <laughs> We learned that he left Switzerland as he had no more to learn there. And yeah. I'm like, yes, it definitely wasn't the police. <laughs> <laughs> and I just put, I would definitely not flat with this guy. I've had bad flatmates. I've had flatmates addicted to stuff and mm. throwing chairs out of windows, screaming and things like that. Jeez. And this guy, nah, 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 let's... <laughs> he's, alarm bells for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely giving off some alarm bells mm-hmm. right now. Uh, next scene, we get a medical lesson from Doctor Hill, um, teaching you how to like peel the skin off the the head to get kind of the like brain. peeling an orange. Yes, yes. <laughs> what a great line! Yes. It's like I peeling really, an orange. I really love that scene. It's so um, good when Doctor Hill starts going off on a tangent about you know brain death and stuff, and mm. Herbert starts breaking the pencil yes. and stuff. Yes, so. I love this. It actually mm. made me laugh out loud. I don't yeah. know why. I think it's the pettiness of it as yeah. well. Because they're, they're arguing whether it's 6 or 12 minutes before activity in the brain is... Uh, sorry, 6 to 12 minutes before activity in the brain is completely useless. Herbert snaps a pencil in anger and then pulls out another. I think it's when he pulled out a second pencil that I yeah. lost my shit. Because <laughs> he, he snaps it to interrupt Dr. Hill and they glare at each other. And yeah. he slowly reaches into his bag and just pulls out another one. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh my god. Herbert, Herbert, Herbert West is introduced to Dr. Hill before that class, isn't he? Yes, it's in the morgue because scene just before. He Doesn't he say to Dr. Hill about um, <clears throat> plagiarism? Of Hans Gruber's work, right? Hans Gruber's the guy from fucking no, 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 Hans Gruber, Doctor Gruber, Doctor Hans Gruber, Gruber. fucking um, Die Hard. Oh God, it is! It's Alan Rickman. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good twist, wouldn't it? Would yeah. (laughs) Um, So he snaps another pencil. Mm. (laughs) Funniest line is when Doctor Hill looks up, uh, clearly very angry at, um, at at Herbert West. Mr. West, may I suggest you get yourself a pen? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know why this made me laugh so much. Okay. It was the tone as well, because mm. they're, they're being so petty to one another. Yeah. Maybe you should get a pen. <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny. Very good. Um, but the fight between Hill and Herbert sort of continues after class is dismissed as they have a difference in opinion. Uh, Hill makes it known that he plans to fail Herbert regardless of yeah. what, how he does in class. So we sort of get... I'm, I'm At this point, I'm still on Dr. Hill's side. Right. Because I'm like, oh yeah, he's the sensible doctor, this mm. is the mad scientist. Yep. And, you know, it doesn't turn out that way, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> um... We cut to a lovely dinner party to to, um, to celebrate Hill's success. Yes. Um, the dean already knows about Megan and um, sorry Meg and Dan, mm-hmm. and he's just sort of letting it slide. It's fine. It's fine. Wasn't well, she going to meet him? Yes, and Hill points out that they were dating. That they are That's dating. Right. She gets up to like grab her books or whatever like that, and Hill sneakily sort of slides over and he's like, "You know, they're dating or whatever." Mm. And um, That's <clears throat> yeah. So Dr. Hill is starting to show his sort of snaky yeah, side. Yeah, well, doesn't his... he propose that toast to her? Yes. Thing about her being yes. beautiful forever or something. Hill makes a toast to Meg and I put, is he jealous? Does he want Meg? <laughs> I'm like, he's older than her father, or by the looks of it anyway, he looks mm. older than her dad. And yes, the way he makes that toast is so yeah, creepy. Kind of like, oh, there's something to the most right beautiful right woman or whatever. And I'm just like, run. Yeah. <laughs> run away from that creepy, creepy, creepy man. <laughs> and this is where I was just like, hmm, maybe Hill's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut back to Dan's house. Um, but, oh my God, they're actually studying. Because mm. <laughs> they're actually on the sofa um, with their books and everything like that. I assumed it was just a ruse to go on a date, go see a movie, go yeah. make out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um he tries to uh, Dan tries to hit on her she's not really in the mood because Herbert is just so creepy the aura of his creepy is just a (laughs) stained the walls (laughs) yes it's so creepy she just can't get in the mood yep just but thank god she sees it it's not just me then (laughs) Um, they mentioned that the cat is missing yep (laughs) but called it pets and horror movies never survive more than a couple of scenes that's right um I put Herbert has him, no doubt. Uh, Meg checks uh, in Herbert's room, looking for the cat. Uh, and it's in the fridge. Yep. It's just in the mini fridge. And I was like, my first thought was, I want a mini fridge in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then she opened it and there's a dead cat inside. I went, oh, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not the dead cat fridge. No, no cats. Thank <laughs> you. I just put evict him. Evict him now. <laughs> just chuck him out. Just, yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I, that, that's a line, I think. If you find a dead cat in your flat, in your flatmate's fridge, I think well, that's reason to evict. Well, yeah. But, I mean, he gives a pretty good reason as to why it's in his fridge. He does, and by the end of the movie, I still don't know whether he actually killed the cat or whether he just found it. I think he killed it. I don't think he did. Really? Yeah. Oh, but he's such a bad liar. <laughs> I think he's just like, he took it, though, because he was all like, sweet, I can do some experiments. But mm. Maybe, because the cat was pretty, pretty stuffed. It does it look like pretty, it's back broken. And, yeah, it looks pretty know. munted. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he says it was dead when he found it, suffocated. I <laughs> put suffocated my ass because yeah. I was definitely like, he killed it. He killed this cat. No way did it suffocate. Um, Megan knows what's up. She's not having any of it. Um, we skip to Herbert blackmailing Dan. He'll, uh, if Dan keeps the secret of the dead cat then he'll keep the secret that um, Meg and him are dating from the Dean. Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> because none of them know that the Dean already knows. <laughs> um, so they agree they have a sort of pact together. Yep. Um, we skip to that night where Dan is woken by cat screeches and it sounds like it's being fucking murdered or something. Mm-hmm. It's gnarly sound and I love H.E. sound effects. Oh, yeah. This is such a... This would, like, haunt your dreams, this yeah, sound. It's a very strange sound. Yeah, it's not quite... Uh, it sounds really guttural, really almost human. Mm. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, suffocation, vocal cords maybe, you know? Yeah. Or something, I don't know, but yeah. So yeah, that's not sound. <laughs> that. Yeah, my air freshener. <laughs> gave, gave Pippa fright during her episode as well. Right. Um, Dan jumps out of bed to investigate. He tries to wake Herbert, but there's no response. Um, he breaks into the basement. I love that he he's either, like, the the head tenant or he owns the house or whatever like that, and he has to break into the basement. <laughs> and I'm like, are those alarm bells ringing yet? <laughs> <laughs> Your cat's died. This guy is clearly insane or obsessed, and he's locked your basement. Yep. Um, Herbert is being attacked by Rufus the cat. Uh, reanimated. <laughs> um, I love this. This is the old uh, stuffed toy that, oh, yeah. that the actors have to pretend is attacking them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, I love that. I love it every time I see it. Yeah. I don't care what the movie is. <laughs> the wrestling with a stuffed cat. <laughs> ah, <Yeah>. ah. <laughs> so good. Um, Dan manages to get, get it off Herbert, and they sort of chase it for a little while before... Dan is thrown across the room by it. I was like, that's one fucking strong cat. Mm. So um, I was like, just the... So, question for the end of the movie. Mm. Does the reanimator juice or serum or whatever it is? The does, reagent. The reagent. Does that actually enhance them? Is it like a mix between a, reani- a reanimation and a like super serum? Like, are you getting Captain America zombies? Is that what we're after here? Um... Well, I mean, possibly. I mean, I don't think it's ever really sort of explained, but... They do seem to have superhuman strength, though. I mean, we got them... Later on, we got them punching through walls, throwing people across the room. I just think, yeah, like, I don't know, but a lot of those, the reanimated corpses, are all relatively big dudes. Except the Dean. Except for the Dean. We'll get that, though. (laughs) Oh, the Dean. Ah! Because he's the one who punches through... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But anyway, this... (laughs) <laughs> but this cat, anyway, seems yeah. to have superhuman strength because it launches him across yeah. the fucking room. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Dan manages to get hold of it. He throws it against a wall, which just sort of leaves a bloody stain. I love that. I love it. The gore in 80s movies, they just don't do it like this anymore. And I'm so sad. I know. <laughs> um, he then realizes it's Rufus. Uh, Herbert tricks him into thinking it's still alive. What a weird sense of humor. He like gives him a jump scare with the corpse. Mm. Uh, he sort of goes, oh, no, no, it's moving. And he turns around and goes, ah! And, it's, yeah. and he's like, ha, ha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Herbert, you're a dick. Yeah. It's like, God, pick your moments. Yeah, man. This is not the best time. Um, He explains what he's doing. He's conquered uh, brain death. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's caused an increase in aggressiveness. Mm. And I put pet cemetery just in back brackets. Mm. I was like, this is very Stephen King. With... Well, H.P. Lovecraft was well before Stephen Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But the whole, um, you know, it comes back and it's different. And it's a cat. Yeah, I was just like... is like, you know, like... What was that? Like a, a, a Indian burial ground? Yes. The ground is sour or whatever. Yes, yes. You can you can bring them back, but don't expect them to be the I same. I think that's the that. thing. Like with the reagent is it's like, yes, you've brought life back to the body, but the brain isn't a hundred percent so it's going on like natural mm. instinct yes and they do like mention that, that a little later like on about zombies as it's like it's the base instinct for food yes yeah, yeah. it's yeah it's really clever how they do this but yeah, yeah. I, I got pet cemetery vibes from it i guess just because it's a reanimated cat and the only other mm. time i've sort of seen that is pet mm. cemetery yeah, true yeah. um herbert admits that he's tried it on people mm. and mm. so we can safely assume that that's what happened to dr gruber uh, and apparently overdosing means eyeball explosions. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan doesn't believe him. So he grabs the cat's corpse. Do you believe that's dead? Is that dead? That right there, is that dead? And Dan yeah. goes, yes, that's dead. And he goes, right. <laughs> he goes... Check this out. Yeah. Goes to the fridge, gets some serum, pumps it into the back of the cat's head. Uh, I put, it's a neon fluid. Mm. Yes. <laughs> This we fluid. Need a glow stick for that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, this shit glows in the dark. Yes. <laughs> Not scientific at all. Fucking love it. It looks like toxic waste. Well, I mean, if anything's going to bring you back to life, it's got to be like a fluoro green, right? Yeah, you absolutely. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Rufus clicks back to life. I specifically wrote it that way so I remember the the bone snapping That's right. of it uh, sort of coming back alive because mm. it's like it's um, it, the, I assume its spine got broken when they whacked well, it against the wall yes. and stuff like that so it just sort of sits there clicking yes. and it's it's awful it's and horrible it makes another horrible sound doesn't it it does <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sort of a kill me <laughs> Um, bloodied, broken back, and squealing is the word I used to describe. But yes, it's it's a weird... It's not a squeal. It's no. A, it's, oh, it's, it's a, a nasty weird, sound. It's a weird sound. Um, yes, and Dan says, why did it make that noise? And Herbert's response is just, birth is always painful. Oh, so I fucking love so these lines. So many great one-liners. Eh? So good. This role would have been the best to play. Mm. Fuck all the other characters. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be a zombie. I want to be this guy who gets lines like, birth is always painful after he's just reanimated a, a dead cat. And there's more to come. Yes. Well, so. um, it was dead twice, yeah. was the other line that was in this scene. Yes. Um, Meg comes down, she sees it, she freaks out, and Dan takes her upstairs. Um, I put like, is anyone going to deal with that cat? Or is that coming back later? 
No, I think that's it. I think I don't think they ever they ever mention the cat again. No, but, but nobody nobody puts it out. Of I mean, to be honest, again. I didn't even think of that until you just said it. I was just like, you know, like because Herbert spends a couple of seconds when Dan runs upstairs with Meg and just sort of stares at it. Mm. It doesn't come back. It's not in any of the other scenes that happen in this basement. It's maybe you just puts it back <laughs> in the fridge. I, I spent the entire time waiting for Chekhov's cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, one of these scenes. One of these scenes, that fucking thing is going to crawl out from under a well, desk or something. Maybe someone's going to write a sequel and it's about the cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Dan goes to the Dean to to tell on Herbert um, and basically just isn't believed. Um, yes. And the Dean demands a written apology or Dan will be kicked out and charged for stealing medical equipment from the hospital. Herbert has already been expelled. And I was trying to figure out here whether the Dean's pissed off because of the experiments, because of the stolen equipment, or because of them uh, Dan dating his daughter. Well, I feel that it's probably a combination of all three. Mm. Um, But I think the fact that he got Meg involved... With the stolen equipment and the the uh, weird experiments. And and whatever, that was like the icing... Icing on the cake for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily... Uh, the Dean definitely doesn't believe that in the reanimation. No. Not at all. So it's just a, you're fucking around with corpses mm. and you stole medical equipment, which is... And my daughter's involved. Uh, yeah, and you've involved my daughter, which could... If she is in the medical field, it could um, jeopardize the chances of, of getting her medical certificate. And the same with Dan as well, mm. yeah. Herbert's already been kicked out because he's Herbert and he's, everyone's had yeah. enough of his shit. <laughs> Um, Dan takes Herbert to the morgue in the middle of the night and they basically break in mm-hmm. um, because they still have that deal I guess why did her, Why did Dan help him here I was trying to figure it out as well because they had that deal but well what's he got to lose I guess so mm-hmm. and I, I guess he doesn't quit which we learned right at the beginning of the film he's the guy that doesn't quit he doesn't quit but then it's like that thing too isn't there that, that dialogue where Herbert's like this is every doctor's dream is to con- conquer death Mm. So it's almost like you could sacrifice everything to... Mm, it's the allure of discovery. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, they break in. Uh, they're checking, to- to- uh, checking toe tags for the cause of death mm. to see if there's anything they can work with. I love that one of them says malpractice. Yes, malpractice. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> I love that though because they're like mm, no this one's been dismembered no that one doesn't work <laughs> this one's burnt my nah, brain's it's probably like useless shotgun blast to the head or something yeah and they're like yeah. can't do anything with that one <laughs> malpractice and <laughs> rule <laughs> they find one that's been recently dead he's a John Doe they don't know who he is mm-hmm. and they inject him with the serum in the meantime the dean is looking for Dan because he's not he's supposed to be on probation or something like that yeah. he's not supposed to be in the hospital uh, finds out he's in the morgue uh, nothing happens with the body after, so Herbert injects more serum <laughs> what's the solution? I don't know more yeah just just, just give just it more give it more yeah <laughs> why not it's the 80s you know yeah I mean that's basically what medicine was wasn't it? yeah I guess so I mean I... <laughs> this thing's meant to cure uh, this thing's meant to cure your thing here take it oh it didn't work yeah have some more <laughs> Um, yeah, so they inject more, and I was just sat there going, mm-hmm. <laughs> this can't go wrong at all. I was like, one or two things are either going to happen. It's going to jump up, and it's going to try and kill them, mm. or the body's going to explode. 
I was kind of hoping for the body explosion, in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> we get that, though. We, get we, that. we do get that. Um, Meg is kept at reception um, by Dan's tutor doctor or whatever it was. Uh, while She's the dean, another, yeah, another Stuart Gordon like favorite. Oh, like most of the, the sort of ginger head lady doctor. Is she ginger haired? Yeah, she's got short ginger hair, I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking oh, and this she one. does anyway. Um, yeah, she keeps... She's a bit of a bitch, eh? Yeah, she is kind of. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she turns up in um, From Beyond as well. Hmm. But, um, yeah, anyway. I need to watch From Beyond, actually. Oh, that's, that's, another, that's another great one. Oh, really? Mm, I okay. love that one. 80s too. as well? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm, yeah, it must be 80s. Yeah, fuck yeah. Based on H.P. Lovecraft as well. Mm. Okay, yeah, I need to... I need to, like, do a Google search for H.P. HP Lovecraft-based horror movies and just mm. go down the fucking list. Yeah, there's a Because I love it. I mean, I've already... I've done Color Out of Space and The Thing and stuff like that, so... Mm. Just keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Dean goes to look for Dan. Um, they decide they have to leave because they hear the intercom and, you know, they know the Dean's on his way to the morgue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the body starts twitching. <gasps> Here we go. Here we go. The fun begins. Yes, yeah. The first 20 minutes of this movie are, are great. Mm. But once a zombie pops up, you're like, all right, full on. Here we go. Hey. It, it jumps up, blood pouring from its mouth, which just seems to be a running theme throughout this movie. I don't know whether they didn't know what else to, to, to do as far as special effects. Oh, sorry. Um, practical effects for the zombie makeup and stuff mm. like that. So they're like, oh, just pour some blood in his mouth. Mm. Stand well, up guess, and yeah. spew it out your mouth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess, yeah, it's probably just more so for effect. like mm. And to emphasise his death. Yeah. Because they sort of mentioned like, that his death was a heart attack or something like that. Presumed heart so attack. So then the heart would beat. But then I guess if you had blood in your lungs, it would... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because you know, all of them seem to do it. Again, I'm just going to say, it's the 80s, you know. I'm not complaining. Maybe I they it. shot it a few times without the blood and just went, there's something just missing, you know. There's something <laughs> right with this. And someone in the props department went, I've got it. <laughs> More blood. <laughs> More blood. Just pour it in his mouth. When you get up, just sort of dribble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he jumps up. Yeah, blood's pouring from his mouth. Um, this guy is insanely strong and a fight ensues in the morgue as the Dean is trying to get in. Mm-hmm. So they're in the chiller part with this reanimated corpse as the Dean is trying to get in to the chiller from the morgue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this. This also made me laugh. I don't know whether it should have, but it did. Mm-hmm. The the zombie uh, John Doe break, <laughs> breaks down the chiller door right on top of the Dean and then jumps on it <laughs> and walks on the door and does a little hop yes. and there's a little crunch. Yeah. I mean, that would be a heavy door when someone's standing definitely. on top of it. I guess be... it... Yeah. It's just the funny little hop. I fucking love it. It's so good. It's like, like childish. Like, they've yeah. sorted back to, like, the sort of primitive child. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Caveman-ish or something. I don't know. It's, yeah. I love it, though. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. And the little crunch noise as well. And you're like, oh, is that the Dean dead now? Yeah. It's okay. not quite, because um, the zombie uh, picks him up, bites off a couple of his fingers. That's right. Also a gnarly special effect. Mm. Love it. So good. Uh, throws him against a wall. Um, Repeatedly? Yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Smack him against the wall yeah, and then yeah. start strangling him as well. Mm. Um, Herbert grabs a bone saw 
and runs it through the <laughs> runs it through the zombie. I love his. He's like Dan, look out, and it's the calmest voice. Mm. He's like Dan, get out of the way, <laughs> and just runs the zombie through with a bone saw. Mm. So good, so so Pretty amazing, chest, isn't it? And he's holding it. Around. Yeah, it's like it's like through through, through the back, and through the back, the and pops out like the abdomen. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Um, they spend some time debating the consciousness of the zombie um, and this is where we get the mention of you know when they're revived maybe they've only got their base instincts because he's been dead for so long yep. so his brain's only got the nap, uh, the you know real primitive shit like I need food <laughs> yep. um, which I love I love that as a de- uh, uh, not description sort of a an explanation, I guess, for zombies as well. I mean, they use it throughout all kinds of zombie things. But I think it was George Romero that sort of touched on that first. Was mm. like sort of the human. Well, aspect. he invented the zombie, didn't he? Really? Well, I don't sort know if he invented the zombie. I mean, zombies go back to was it like Haitian? Mm. You know, it's yeah. Not, so not like like the undead, but controlling I mean, people, um, putting through, people through into like a trance, yeah, through vo- like a through zombie. voodoo, yeah. You know, um, Haitian and. Um, uh, South African meetings yeah, and stuff like that. Witch yeah. doctors and yeah, yeah, absolutely. But as far as film, he sort of was he the first zombie? Film? Well, I don't know because I mean you've got like you know Bela Lugosi's White Zombie. Um, mm. but I mean, I, don't, I mean, I probably should know, but I feel like I don't. I mean, the Mummy is technically a zombie. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, so, and that's what nineteen nineteen thirty thirty something. Yeah, I mean, Universal Uni- Universal monsters like thirties, forties. Yeah, old old black and white wobbly yes. sets. Yes, <laughs> your Lon Chaney's and your Bella Lugosi's oh, and your whoever else was even know. before the time of fucking oh, what's his name? Oh, from Lord of the Rings, um, Saruman. I can't remember uh, the actor's Christopher name. Lee. Christopher Lee. That's right. Even it's before his Hammer Horror. Yeah, yeah. He kicked in what the. F- I think he was in a film. Was it City of City of the Dead, which was like I believe late thirties, early forties, mm. maybe. That's a black and white one. It's a Hammer, but um, because he's he, he'd been doing it for yonks. I know. Oh, yeah. I know he did Dracula as well, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Satanic Rites of Dracula. Mm, something um, like that. Yeah, you did a few. Yeah. Anyway, we're going. We're going off. Oh, that's uh, fine. We're talking about Reanimator, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the movie. Uh, Reanimator. Uh, not talking about Christopher Lee and the history of zombie movies. Um, <laughs> we we find out that the dean is dead, um, and Herbert decides immediately that they should try and revive him because yes. he's a fresh brain. It's only just died. And just died. Um, so they chuck him on the morgue table they tie him down and they inject him with our fluorescent serum mm-hmm. which I still love every time I see it I get a little spark of happiness mm. where I'm like oh fuck I miss the 80s movies it's almost man. like it's own character you know yeah exactly exactly you see you see fluorescent liquid you're like that's reanimator juice mm-hmm. <laughs> um Meg walks away after the doctor gets uh, distracted she gets called to do something so Meg wanders off and um yeah, starts heading down to the morgue. I love the... Uh, she she stands up and hands the magazine she was re- reading to an extra mm. and then walks down the hall. That extra stares at the camera for the entire time she walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that extra needs to be fired. Jeez. 
It just really made me laugh. I don't know why I spotted it, but I did. And the guy's just staring blankly at the camera and she walks away. I never noticed that. (laughs) Um, She heads off, presumably, to the morgue. Uh, Herbert continues his experiment. Uh, The dean wakes up, blood pouring from his mouth, Mm -hmm. as is the theme. Uh, It makes sense in this case because he was throttled, jumped on and smacked against a wall many, many, many times. (laughs) Uh, Meg arrives. She hears muffled noises from inside the morgue, but it's locked and she can't get in uh, as the dean begins to strangle Herbert and Dan. (laughs) So still aggressive, despite the fact that he's only just died. Yep. What do you think of this scene as far as that? I I think it's great. I think it's all very good. Very entertaining. Um, yeah, I guess it's kind of like you sort of you kind of un, uh, sort of re- revealed on how dangerous this the serum actually is and how untested it is. Um, yeah, it's 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 great to see the, the sort of experimental side of this. Mm. A lot of the time, like with your Frankenstein's and stuff like that, it's everything's already figured out. Yeah, and then you're just watching the aftermath of it. Yes, yes. But it's the same with like Stephen King's The Mist and everything mm. like that. It's all the aftermath of science. This is science in progress. Yeah, and which it's I really chaotic. like. That whole scene is pretty chaotic. It like really it's... is. Because the next thing we have, we have Megan calling out to her dad. Mm. You know, Dad, what are you doing? Stop it! He's yes. strangling my boyfriend. Um, the security guard enters. I love the security guard. I don't know. I don't know why. I think his uselessness is yeah. kind of endearing. <laughs> um, but here, Herbert's a bad liar as well. Yeah. Because um, he's like, no, everything's fine. Uh, yes, that's right, because they're trying to convince him that this random, that the Dean attacked them or something like that. He tells some white lie yeah. about it. Um, and the There's secu- no CCTV in there, you know, no. it's the 80s. It's the 80s, it's a wild time. You just take somebody's word for it. This is what happened. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Just write that off. Cool. <laughs> He's probably sat there like, I don't get paid enough for the shit. I'm going to go back to my porno mag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Dan goes into shock and Herb- Herbert comforts him he gives him a blanket I'm like aww I was going to say that I love that bit too when he goes into shock and he tells him that he's going into shock and he puts the blanket on him and then he like does that weird little swing with the tape recorder mm. and he's all like all the evidence is still here or whatever you yeah. know but that little swing with the tape recorder it's so good I just think it's really good like he's got he's got so so many little <clears throat> mannerisms they really just build up to a full character yeah and I love this because um, you know despite his sort of uh, emotional distance and everything like that mm. this little moment of comforting Dan is like oh he is human yeah he has feelings like he does at least a little bit care about Dan yeah. which is kind of sweet mm. um Next thing we see, Dean Halsey's in a straitjacket in a padded room. Yeah. And I just put, oh, he doesn't look well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He's pasty white. You know, all the veins have been accentuated and mm. everything like that. And I think it's there's still blood. It's gone back to sort of like infancy. Yeah. Bit like, Ooh. He's just sort of wandering around moaning, not yeah. really doing anything. But he doesn't, he, he freaks out when like Meg finds him after he's attacking everyone and he sort of. Mm. Like backs into the wall and he's all like oh, don't look at me yeah he's carrying he's yeah, d- yeah. yeah and then I assume just Dr. Hill just took him mm. he's just like mine now yeah um, yeah and yeah it's in Dr. Hill's office and uh, oh god uh, creepy Hill is here and he's trying to comfort her mm. he's like oh don't worry about your dad I'll be your daddy oh <laughs> it's, it's basically that feeling and I'm just like oh oh this doctor is so creepy mm. 
uh, but he convinces her to sign um, permissions for Hill to do some exploratory surgery on her father. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was like, hmm, maybe she's not a medical student because he's talking about cutting into her dad's brain. Yeah, he's like, I can help him. I'll yeah. just saw open his head, and I'm just like, are you a medical student? I'm pretty sure that will k- kill him. <laughs> um, uh, she wants to find help for her father, and the first thing he talks about is, yeah, cutting open his brain. Mm. Uh, so I just put, she can't be a medical student, surely. Yeah. I mean, there are, you know, a lot of people have, like, uh, if you've got, like, built-up pressure in your brain and stuff like that, you do have brain surgery. Yeah. But this guy's talking about, like, exploratory. Mm. I'm just going to go in there and Poke around. rummage around. <laughs> what does this do? <laughs> Leg goes up. Ah. <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts hitting on her and I'm like dude pick your moment oh. you're creepy enough as it is man yeah and now you're hitting on her as she's looking at her what she assumes deranged father banging himself against a window in a, in a padded room in a straight jacket mm. and he's like you want to go out sometime yeah <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity yeah. to ask her out on a date this is my moment yeah. I shall strike now it's not like I need her dad's permission anymore you know oh <laughs> oh it's so nasty and she rightfully rejects him yes thank god um Meg goes home dad explains that the, the dean is actually dead not insane yeah um and Dan says he will tell her everything I'm like good we need at least three people yes. who know what's going on. Mm. Um, Herbert is working in the basement when Hill arrives. Uh, how did Hill get in the house? Is this an 80s thing? Did people not lock their doors in the 80s? Um, well, yes and no. Apparently people in Canada don't lock their doors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's um, kind of fascinating. Because mm. he just sort of wanders, he trundles in and down in the basement. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of like you watch, like, a lot of films from, from that era and stuff like that. And, I mean, people don't even lock their cars, you know? People just get out and just shut the door with that's, the windows That's true. I'd never, I don't think I've ever paid attention to that. But no. you're, you're definitely right. They never lock their damn car. But I always think that these these are things that were not really thought of back then it was just like well in the script writing process yeah and it's just like i mean it's like you watch watch a film from the 60s or the 50s you know like um alfred hitchcock or something like that right it's like we're gonna go to the lawyer's office and it's like they leave you see them leave the building you see them jump in the car you see them drive to the lawyer's office and open the door to the lawyer's office and then it's like these days in film it's like let's go to the lawyer's office cut to the lawyer's office there the lawyer, yeah yeah so it's, it's just a difference in filmmaking yeah yeah I mean yeah but it's like you don't actually have to show everything mm, mm, true but I think now because we're probably more intelligent when it comes to film and that is that you watch these old films and you're like hey how come uh, <laughs> you're like, like does he have a key like yeah. you know like, did, did, did he break in yeah exactly <laughs> so but if you know if it's the 80s and people aren't locking <clears throat> their door then sure he just wandered in exactly. why not yeah. Um, but my note just says, call the police on him, goddammit. Mm. This man is creepy as fuck. Yeah. Just call the police on him. <laughs> um, Hill confronts Herbert about uh, what's happened to the Dean, and Hill wants credit for Herbert's discovery. He wants he wants all the credit for the serum, the experiments, the, you know, curing mm-hmm. death. Um, so Hill basically blackmails him um, and says he'll have him locked up as a madman or a murderer yeah. if he doesn't agree. Um, I assume because he knows about Dr. Gruber, Mm. which I assume means that then 
is it safe to assume that uh, Herbert escaped Switzerland rather than just came to America? Yeah. Like, so yeah, he was being done for the death of Dr. Gruber and then he just fled the country. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, again, it was the 80s. Yeah, you just you, know, you leave town and no bugger can find and, you. Yeah, no one, no one cares. There's no no cameras. Uh, Herbert gives Herbert gives Hill his research book, mm. um, and it just looks like he's giving up. And I was like, no, don't give up. Hill's way worse than you. Yeah, <laughs> this is where I'd officially decided. <laughs> okay, Herbert's not that bad because Hill is much worse. Oh yeah, and he gets much worse. <laughs> and he gets yeah. <laughs> How? I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. We'll get there. <laughs> so Dan and Meg uh, break into Hill's office. Um, Herbert shows the effects of the reagent to Hill mm-hmm. before grabbing... He basically puts on like a little slide and lets him have a look on, under the yeah. microscope, eh? So you yep. can see the you can see the cells being reactivated and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes. While Herbert slowly edges backwards and grabs a shovel. Yep. <laughs> before beating Hill to death with it. And beheading him with a shovel. Mm-hmm. And my note just hit says, favorite death, beheading with a shovel. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's not like Friday the 13th where you just get whacked in the head with a shovel. It's like he's on the ground and it's like he's, it's like if you were digging into the earth. Yeah. But it's into Dr. Hill's neck. Yes. <laughs> and it's one of those classic, you know, shovels with the U shape cut out of it. Mm. So it's just, you know. It's, it's digging in there. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's I love good. it. Very good. Um, so, Herbert takes Hill's head and stands it up on a paper spike. Yes, that's right. Oh, he's trying to balance it. Yes. Yeah, he, he picks it. it up, tries to put it in um, the little metal container thing, and it just sort of flops yeah. over. And then he tries again, and it flops over again. So, he grabs a paper spike and just yeah. goes... <clears throat> and just... it's, it's those little moments, though. Those little comedy moments. It's such yeah. a grim situation. It's such a dark sense of humour. Yeah. But this is so damn funny. The head on a spike. <laughs> Fucking love it. It's gold. Um, and he adds some reagent because, do you know what? It's already here. Might as well. Exactly. Yeah, and he's super free. <laughs> and he, he makes a comment. He says, parts. Hmm. I've never done parts. Mm. <laughs> So he, he injects the body and the head to see what happens, basically. Yeah, and I mean, again, it was like, <clears throat> even after everything that has happened, I still, like, I'm like, yeah, the head, of course, but yeah. why would you do the body as well? It's got I no, mean... it's got no, it's got, <clears throat> it's got no CPU to drive it. <laughs> there's no, there's no brain there to drive the body. So the head, I was like, yeah, the head will come back, but I didn't expect the body. Mm. Um, the head wakes up, uh, the body doesn't at first. Uh, and the zombie calls out to West. Um, the sound of its movement as well when it's talking. Mm. It's so, like, squelchy. Yeah, it's all, yeah, like the muscle. All the muscle and yeah. the blood and everything like that. Just sort of, like, squelching against the metal of the pan. Mm. Um, he puts <laughs> extra blood in it too, doesn't he? Yes, he yeah. does. He does. <laughs> but the zombie just calls out, You bastard. Wasn't he writing it down where he's like, You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> it's nice to know that he's got his brain function yes. still um, the body uh, awakens behind him and knocks him unconscious so I'm like oh okay the, what's it's, a, it's a, like how that un- made him unconscious I'll just never know it was like, I don't like, know well he just sort of like grabs the head and just pushes it yeah and he just like smashes it on the table but it's just like <laughs> it's 80s logic yeah isn't it? It, just, it just gives him a little shake and the guy's unconscious I'm wondering how many takes that that took that took it was just like it just doesn't look like it would 
do that much damage. No, not at all. But yeah, regardless, yeah, Herbert's yeah, unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, uh, we're, we're back at the uh, Dr. Hill's office. Dan's ro- uh, rooting through the filing cabinet while uh, Megan leaves because she's going to go check on her father. Mm. And I'm like, don't do it. He'll probably eat you. Um, Dan finds a file in Dr. Hill's cabinet on Megan. Oh, yeah. I hated this. Mm. I hated this so much. I thought this would be my my most hated moment of this movie, but what? no, it gets worse. <laughs> um, because it's like, it's files on, you know, her school reports, like pictures of her. There's like a lock of her hair in yeah, there. Yeah, creepers on. It's so nasty. He's creepy. He's a creepy old Dr. Hill. He's so gross. And I felt so bad because I thought he was the, like, voice of reason at the beginning Mm. of the film. And by this point, I was, like, hating myself. And I was like, why did I trust this disgusting thing? He's a piece of shit. He's he's a real piece of shit. Mm. Um, Meg goes to see her father. Um, Well, he doesn't seem violent anymore, which is great. And it's Mm. because he's got a hole in his head. He's been lobotomized. He's been fully lobotomized. There ain't nothing in there but basic motor functions, basically. Mm -hmm. I assume so anyway that's how lobotomies work isn't it it like it's the severing between your left and right hemispheres of your brain isn't it that's what they do don't I think that's what they and that's because like one part half of your brain's like your personality and your like emotional side right. and the other side's like basic motor functions body right. functions and stuff like that so when you sever it it basically makes them a mindless will do whatever you say kind right. of Thing. Okay, like a zombie. Basically like a zombie, yeah. That's why in, like, it's horrible, like, in, in olden day uh, mental asylums and stuff mm. like that, you just get lot of lobotomized and sent home. Yeah. Um, especially wives and things like that. Mm. You know, husbands weren't happy with their wives' behavior or whatever like that. Go have them lobotomized and they'll basically just listen to everything you say. <laughs> And I'm. It's disgusting. It's, it's so disgusting. horrible. It's like, oh no, I don't want you to have any feelings or personality anymore. I just want you to have a martini when I'm home. It's. I think that's lo- my understanding of a lobotomy. I think that's what it is. Anyway. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I just thought it was just you just make them brain dead so that they're, you know, harmless to society. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh such a barbaric practice mm. um, Herbert wakes up and realises that Hill is gone body and head um, dun, 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 dun. and he's also taken all the research notes and all of his serum oh. damn that scandalous Dr. Hill mm. <laughs> uh, Dan learns Hill was trying to get rid of him as well yes in his notes and in the filing cabinet and everything like that there's like plans to get rid of Dan because you know Dan's dating Meg yeah and he loves Meg. And he was the up-and-coming, wasn't he? He Wasn't he like the... Yeah, he was pretty up there, eh? Mm. He was like well-respected and they're like, yeah, this this yeah, guy's going to be a guy's great doctor. This guy's going to go places. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Hill's like, oh, mm. oh let's get rid of that. It's a threat. <laughs> He's taken my woman. So Hill's plan was basically to control the Dean, get rid of Herbert, get rid of Dan, and date Meg. Mm. He's got it planned. <laughs> and he's basically there... Herbert's been expelled from the school. Dan's on his way to being expelled. The Dean's just been lobotomized and we find out what he does to Meg. Um, (laughs) Hill arrives at the office carrying... uh, Yeah, arrives in the office carrying his own head. I love this. It's just the body with his little head. (laughs) 
Does he have like a plastic fucking head on his? No, not yet, not yet. That's a little bit later. That's a little bit later. But yeah, he just the body just walks in, (laughs) holding the head at about what belly height, something like that. Love it, love it. I, I kind of want to know how they made this costume or how they made this. I mean, there's a couple of scenes in it where you can tell that it's it's like some sort of prosthetic body. And with like a guy in it, maybe holding the head. Exactly, but like because there's a couple of at this point where it's where where he's holding his own head. Yeah, would it just be Herbert crouched in a trench coat with a prosthetic on his shoulders, pretending to be a zombie? Mm. Is that how they do it? But it looks like it's actually severed at the neck, though. Yeah. Oh. Is it? Oh, I don't know. I'm starting to get confused now. Um. I don't know. So good, though. I, I, I really enjoy this walking around with his own head. Mm. I'm like, we don't see this. I love this. Um, Body injects the head with some more serum uh, because he's sort of falling asleep, yes, I guess, or dying. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, that, that brings up the question, do they have to, like... Is it like a drug you have to constantly... Uh, constantly maybe, inject maybe yourself? parts. Maybe because it's just parts. Oh, yeah, because it's got no circulatory system to, like, no. pump it around. Yeah. So every time you're running out of serum, it's sort of dribbling out the, the neck hole, yeah. I guess. And I mean, I guess even the blood in the pan wouldn't even... It doesn't really make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. The body sort of stumbles around. Um, uh, yeah, because he puts the head in a pan. The body stumbles around to grab some blood from, um, mm. from a fridge and gives him a bloodbath. Lovely. It's sort of a slapstick as well, isn't it? It's very slapstick. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, hands feeling around everywhere trying yes. to find it. It's, yeah. Um, Almost a little bit like the Swedish uh, chef. From Swedish the chef. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect description of how this body moves. It's fucking Swedish chef from the Muppets. Um, uh, the, the body takes the head to the window so they can look in on the Dean. And they're just all constantly bleeding. Mm. I love it. It's so good. I love it as well how the... Um, so is this the Dean is in the room with the other reanimated subjects? No, this is when he's still in the padded room right. in a straitjacket. And yeah. uh, Hill's basically just lording over him going, Bah, ha, my plan has succeeded. Right. Um, now we get the scene where they're heading to the morgue. Mm. Um, I put Master Disguise, body with an, with an anatomy uh, head on it. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> Dr. Hill's... Uh, <clears throat> body has put on one of those medical uh, you know shows you where all the muscles are in the face and everything yes, like that he's yeah. put one of those on top to look like a head and then just put a surgical mask over it because <laughs> yeah. I think it's only got like one eyeball and shit. <laughs> yes he has to walk yeah I've got a note for that uh, Yeah, the head I assume is in the little duffel bag he's yes. carrying uh, and I just put this is the stupidest guard because it's clearly not a real head or whatever like yeah. that. But the body presses itself against the wall and basically side shuffles because only half of its face looks like a face. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, the security guy doesn't even take his eyes off his magazine, does no, he? No, he's just like, sure, whatever. <laughs> he doesn't get paid enough, mm. clearly. Uh, they go into the morgue uh, and the guard goes on break again. Yeah. I assume taking his porno mag with him. Of course. Him. What else are you going to read? Is it the same porno mag throughout the whole I don't world? know. Hey. I'd be kind of interested to have a look at it. Yeah, is it the same fucking porno? Like, is he actually just reading the articles? and not? <laughs> it's not It's not porno. I'm just reading the articles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
the body shows the head the morgue who basically gives him like a little a little mm. tour <laughs> before um, going to the chiller to grab some more corpses uh, Dan gets to Megan she's now at her house and she basically tells him they can't be together and it's all very melodramatic mm-hmm. uh, but did they just break up this is not how this movie's meant to go. <laughs> I think that's all in there for the ladies. You know? Oh, right, yes. All the boyfriends that drag their ladies along to the movies, you know, it's got a little bit of something in there for them. Yeah, they're like, hey, babe, I want to go see this movie uh, about reanimated corpses and shit. It's, uh, it's got romance in it, though. Yeah. So this is, this is the scene. <laughs> romantic drama. You know? Yes. We can't be together. Mm. My father's insane and you're also insane. I don't know. <laughs> all insane. Um, but the dean breaks through the door knocks Dan out and grabs Megan. Yep. This is where I'm like, super strength, surely. Because it like punches through through the door. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I, do they do they have feeling? Your nerve endings and all of that. So maybe they're just... Oh, true. Maybe they can't feel the pain. Yeah. But how strong is your body though? Is it strong enough to punch through like a, a wooden door like that? Because those... I guess if you had no feeling. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, you wouldn't notice if the bones broke while you did it. Exactly. So. I mean, because it's like when you see zombies and that, you see ones that are walking around with broken ankles, and it's not like they're going, oh, <laughs> oh, brains, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I want to see that horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> zombies, and like, as you're stabbing them, they're going, stop it, ow. It's going to leave a mark. <laughs> At least do me on the other side so I match. <laughs> Uh, so in the morgue, um, Hill is performing some sort of operation, we're not actually sure what it is at the moment, to the uh, brain of one of the corpses. Mm-hmm. There's a knock at the door. Uh, it's Dean. I love that there's a knock at the door as well. Mm. What a plight, zombie. <laughs> it doesn't burst in, he's just like... Kung, kung, kung. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the Dean with uh, his daughter, Meg. Oh, this scene. Oh, oh, this scene. I hate it so much. Um, she's stripped naked while Hill has the most creepy look, and look on his face mm. that has ever existed. He's like licking his lips and mm. ironing her up and down and just... Oh. Uh, Meg is tied to the table. Um, Herbert finds Dan and wakes him up at the house and they head to the hospital um, because that's clearly where Hill is. Uh... Hill's body fondles Meg while the head thoroughly enjoys himself, is my note here. Really? Yeah. Is that, is that how you're going to say it? <laughs> well, are you disagreeing? Did Hill not thoroughly enjoy himself? Well, he did. I guess he did. Yeah. Well, the, the, the body's having a go at her boobs and everything yeah. like that, and the head's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, please stop. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's usually that stuff's kind of... I mean... Again, I guess because the film is just so out there. It is. It's so outrageous. Is that I don't find things like that as offensive. I wouldn't find it offensive. I do find it cringy. I mean... I find it hard to watch because of the the topic of the material, not necessarily how they've done it. I just feel that the film is just so ridiculous, though, is that it's just like, you may as well just... I mean, this film is utter, just bonkers. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um... 
I have a note here that just says nice touch because uh, the blood bubbles mm. um, in Dr. Hill's little pan while, right. when he talks or breathes or mm. anything like that. There's like little bubbles that pop and I'm like, that's a really cool detail. I love that. Mm. I bet there's a guy under the table with like a straw yes. and his entire job is just to go... <laughs> yeah, just to make tiny little bubbles in this pan. <laughs> um, Meg wakes up, screams. Um, I mean, yes. Uh, and kicks the kicks the body's fake head off, yeah. The anatomy head that yes. it had on. She just <laughs> she just drop kicks it to the other side of the room. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Hill laughs. Uh, the body picks up the head and he confesses. Um, he confesses his love. And I'm like, dude, you have the worst timing for all of your flirt flirtation. Mm. Just. Just awful timing. Yes. He's not he's not a man of romantic timing. No, no, absolutely not. Um uh, He licks he licks her ear and says, You will love me before licking her nipple and then heading further south. Yes. Before thank God <laughs> this scene is interrupted by Herbert busting through the door. He still gets in there though. <laughs> No, no, he doesn't. In my head canon, he, he doesn't make it. He hits the belly button and then the scene ends. Because I don't want to think about a headless corpse giving forced fellatio. The scene ends when he hits the belly button. That's as far as it goes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I just put my note here just says Herbert is the new MVP of this movie. Yeah. If I had to watch a middle aged bloody zombie head give unwanted fellatio to a bound woman, I may have lost my mind. <laughs> it was it was so much but you're right it's so ridiculous I mean that sentence right yeah. there <laughs> um, Herbert distracts Hill while Dan grabs Megan yeah. um, uh, he distracts him with you'll, you'll never get credit for my discovery he's going to believe a talking head get a job in a side show yeah, it's a great line <laughs> I'm like what a sick burn yeah yeah but he's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, he's walking proof. Well, yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Body walks in holding his own head. Hey, guys, I think I might have cured death. <laughs> Some doctors might take notice. <laughs> um, they both mentioned that they have plans. Mm. Um, and then all the corpses spring to life, all the body bags and everything like that. I love this. This is mm. so cool. It's like an instant. They, they all just pop up like yeah. daisies. Uh, Dan and Megan get grabbed. Herbert sneaks up to try and inject Hill. And I put that this is such an awesome shot. This is uh, a shot from behind as Herbert sneaking up to um, Hill's body. And the head is lifted up and turned around mm, yes. to look at Herbert. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. That's, yeah oh, I want to know I want to know how they did all of these. <clears throat> I believe that would probably be a prosthetic head. It um, looks so much like the, the actor. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, so, that's, that's, that's so what much. they did, though. I mean, you see, like, um, behind the scenes, especially, like, um, you know, Tom Savini, who's a uh, FX... You know, oh, yes, 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 I do know Tom Savini. Um, and you see, like, you know, in their studios and that, like, people's heads that they've made in there. And they look real. Like, it's it's nuts. It's like, absolutely insane. But yeah. And because they do it, they, they do these shots so quickly, you don't have time to, like, look at it real yeah. close anyway. Yeah. I just thought it was the coolest shot in this entire movie. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Like, the, the I mean, I've seen this film so many times that... Mm. 
I do notice things look fake. I mean, oh. obviously on a first watch, you're just like, there's so much going on. And it's sensory overload. Yeah, this movie. yeah, yeah. It's, but yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's like the more you watch it, the more you sort of notice. It's like I was saying earlier about how they did when he's holding his head and he's, he's talking, you know, dialogue or whatever, but you can kind of tell that it's... <laughs> It's like a, a blue sheet, and the like his head is through it, the yeah, sheet. Yeah, his head has just know. popped through the yeah, sheet. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's so good though. But yeah, my favorite shot in the entire movie. Um, Herbert is disarmed. Mm. Um, the the serum just sort of rolls across the floor. Um, Hill Hill reveals that all the corpses have been lobotomized. So that's what he was doing earlier. Yep. He was lobotomizing them all. So um, that when they were reanimated, he could just control them with yes. commands. Some sort of telekinesis type shit yeah because he never yeah. yells anything he's not like get them mm. it's all just done yeah I, yeah I think it's probably not really explained no I assume it's something to do with serum mm. like sort of a hive mind yeah that's that's connected by Some this sort of controlling thing yeah connected by the reanimated um, mm. serum and because his brain is the most active I guess he gets control yeah um, the Dean grabs Dan I mean reanimated Dean grabs Dan uh, and tries to kill him, uh, and Herbert gets taken and is about to be lobotomized. Mm-hmm. They throw him on the morgue table, and they're about to just drill a hole right in there. Yep. Uh, Megan, uh, Meg calls out to her father, who turns on Hill. So there's some sort of consciousness there. I guess they got yeah. to the brain in time. But then again, he was lobotomized as well. Yeah. So I don't know how that works. I don't know. I think it's probably just like that thing of like, there's some sort of instinctual... You know, relationship with his daughter, like you know, yeah, you, you the protect daddy daughter relationship. Yeah, you, pr- you know? uh, protect your offspring, that kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, and he starts saving Herbert. He saves Herbert, which is mm. great. Uh, headless body is thrown into the hallway, uh, where the security guard can see it. He, yeah. <laughs> this headless body is just thrown out the morgue, and he just sort of looks at it and goes, "All right then." <laughs> uh, Dean attacks the head, uh, which affects all the zombies. Mm. Which definitely plays into the whole hive mind thing. We've got yep. something going on there. And we learn Herbert's plan is to overdose the body. Yeet. Which is great. Yep. Um, Dean destroys Hill's head and throws it into the hallway. I put that poor security guard. He's seen some shit. <laughs> so because he squeezes it, he crushes it? Yeah, he crushes he it. crushes it and then he throws it. He like lobs it out of the fucking morgue. And Does that's the wall? Doesn't it look really... It might hit the door, and yeah. it hits the door and then sort of slides out into the hallway or something like that, and then the security guard's just like, the fuck, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I better put this porno man out. Yeah, let me... <laughs> Folds over the page he was on. Yeah, where was Need to get back to that article later. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get this... Uh, so the body's officially been injected with an overdose of the serum now, mm-hmm. and Herbert is, inta- as, is attacked by intestines... Sorry, it starts going like spazzily. Yeah, it, it spazzes for a bit, falls over, sort of slumped against the wall. Chest pops open. Yes, it does the full alien chest yeah. burster, but it's entrails uh, fly out, and they almost have like a life of their own. Yes, yeah, and they sort of latch onto her, but mm. um, while some sort of chemical is dropped on the floor, I think one of the one of the other zombies knocks it over or something like that. Some yeah. sort of chemical smoke or something like that. Because yeah. it starts filling the morgue with like a white smoke or yeah. a mist or a fog or just a bottle of dry ice or something. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, props department. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, Dean con- continues to protect them until he is torn apart. I love that. Right. Yes. And it's sort of in the mist as well. Silhouetto? Yes. Silhouette-y, it's silhouetted, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is such a, a great way of doing it as well. Because mm. not saying that they're trying to hide it, but you know, that would be such a difficult thing to say, do. It, it almost reminds me of um, The Exorcist when Reagan does like this sort of the crab walk thing well no not the crab walk but there's like a scene that's like a bright light and you can see her silhouette and she's like on all fours doing some sort of weird weird thing it just for some reason reminds me of that I I love silhouettes in movies Mm. like this because you can do so much with it without needing all the like blood and gore and special effects and everything like that Mm. and that's what they do here he's torn Mm. apart um one zombie fries itself on the circuit breaker (laughs) not sure if this is intentional or just a whoopsie Mm. (laughs) um Dan and Mega, Megan manage to get out and they leave Herbert um, They leave Herbert being strangled by intestines yep. while they make their escape. And I love this. This feels very poetic. You know, it's the old... Um, it's uh, the scientist being killed by his own creation. Yep. King Kong being killed by beauty, you know. T'was be- beauty that killed the beast. No, mm. t'was intestines that strangled the scientist. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, one zombie follows them out into the hallway... Dan digs his hand into its head and manages to kill it. Mm. I love it. It's so graphic. He, like, really rummages his way in there. Mm. I assume just to get to the brain. Yeah. Take it out. They hop in the elevator, but not before being attacked by a burnt corpse. Mm. It strangles Meg until Dan manages to cut his uh, cut its arm off with a fire axe. This is such a long sequence as yeah. well. She's getting strangled for, like, a full five minutes mm. while he tries to find something to cut the arm off with. And I'm like, yeah, I think she's probably going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we realise that Meg has died. Oh, no. Uh, the whole hospital's in panic. Uh, Dan takes her to the other doctors. Flatlining, CPR, defibrillator. It basically mimics the opening scene that yeah. we have with, with Dan mm. from the beginning. Um, you know, a doctor should know when to give up. Uh, Megan is pronounced dead. And I just, I just have a note here that says, not for long, because yeah. I absolutely knew what was coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan injects her with the serum, uh, the one that was dropped in the morgue. Yeah. And we end on a freeze frame of him in, um, putting the needle into the back of her head. Doesn't it fade to black? And then they sort of see the serum, or is that maybe one of the sequels? Uh, no, I think it fades to back, black and then just credits. Oh. Unless I missed him pushing the thing in. Because I thought it was like, yeah, fades to black and you can sort of see the green and the serum and then the serum goes, disappears, oh. and then it screams, and then that's the end. Oh, maybe. maybe oh, like uh, yeah, I do have a note here that says that the, the freeze frame is followed by a woman's scream. Mm. So maybe I just missed the fact that um, you do see the serum going in. Unless it's, like, again, because there's different cuts of the film mm. what have you I mean I don't know and that's basically how our movie ends mm. what a great fucking movie yeah it was roller so good it's a- absolutely roller coaster. <laughs> there's so much going on in this film mm. and it's a great mix between 80s sh- 80s schlock and just gore and it's it's comedy yeah I wouldn't say it's ever romance. scary it is cringy and terrifying in its concept I guess yeah so what would your overall thoughts be for this movie? What do you think, like, the script, the characters, the costume design, the effects? Give me your overall. Um, I mean, over, I mean, I, it's it's up there as one of my favourites. I mean, it mm. was one... I used to have a, a friend 
in high school, weirdly enough, called Michael Douglas. <laughs> nice. Um, and that was the first time I ever saw that film was at his place because we used to hang out like Friday night, hire out like 10 films, buy a shit ton of fucking, you know, junk food. Yeah, lollies and cigarettes and... and just smoke ciggies, eat junk food and watch mm. all these films. So Reanimator was one of those films that I'd first watched when I was about 16, 17. Um, it was my first introduction to H.P. Lovecraft once I oh, okay, saw cool. that and, you know, saw the name H.P. Lovecraft. I, yeah, went out and... A love blossomed. Yeah. <laughs> and found out about him and what he wrote and other adaptations of his work. Mm. So it's always got a special place in my heart um, for that reason. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, again, I, I feel like it probably hasn't aged that well over time. I don't know. This was my first time um, watching it and I had a fucking great time. I, I had such a good time with yeah, this movie. I just think like um, with effects and things like that. Right. The, I mean, everything now is very CG and what have you. And mm. I always find like prosthetics, yes, they can look fake, but there's just a weirdness. There's um, a, a, an endearing quality to... Mm practical effects whenever i see practical effects over cg or uh yeah just over cg it's i don't know it gives me such a great appreciation for the work yeah i think yeah because a lot of work goes into it but i just think there's a real for me it's like this weird sort of like nostalgic anxiety that i get from is that it's like you know it's not real but it just looks so fucking weird Especially, yeah. like, depending on... I guess it would be... What and... do they call it? The the uncanny thing. Mm. Where it, lo- it looks just real enough to be unsettling. Yeah. Mm. So what would your overall rating be for this? Your personal enjoyment for uh, the animator? a 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd give this a good 7 or 8. Yeah. If you want a fun time, gather mm. some friends around, sit down, and watch Reanimator. Yeah. It's utter nonsense and... <laughs> bonkers and just every time you think you know what's going to happen it just throws a curveball at you and it's just i think just like the dialogue like this like like we said earlier there's a lot of sort of good one-liners absolutely i mean uh, everyone's performance every every good horror movie should have great one-liners oh yeah yeah and this movie's got a ton yeah and yeah like you said the acting performances are brilliant as well i mean my favorite I mean, obviously, Herbert, Herbert West. Yeah, that that would be who you give credit to for this movie, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. if they didn't have him in that part, I don't think it would have done as well. Yeah. Not, I, I don't I, know if it did that well when it came out. But oh, really? Was it um, one I'm of those... I'm not 100%. I don't know the... Because I know that's, that seems to be like a theme with horror movies. Eh? They're unsuccessful on initial release, and then like 10 years later or five years yeah. later or whatever, they get a massive cult following. I think, again, it was like... A lot of films at that time, maybe. I mean, if you, you know, you're like your eight, uh, what is it? No, Friday the 13th and that. They were always box office gold. Mm. Um, that's why they spawned so many sequels and, you know, same with Nightmare on Elm Street and all of that. Whereas um, these kind of films, yeah, gathered more of a cult following over the years. You sort of had your video nasties mm. era. Your, your evil um, deads and yeah, stuff like um, that. Your Hellraiser. More so about obtaining those films than 
you know like being able to watch them because i mean like like i said like in in england and that they banned a lot of these films mm. people had to bring them in illegally. yeah they, they had a list of them didn't they i can't remember what they called it it was like a blacklist of movies that just weren't yeah. allowed in the country yeah and hellraiser was one of them and you said that this was one as well uh, or well, at least this it was, was very edited this like, is highly edited that was the thing like when any of the films did get released in the uk they would have lots of trimmings and a mm. lot of stuff taken out of them stuff like that which is weird because when you compare it to modern horror modern horror takes itself so seriously that it its content's more disturbing mm. like this I mean this movie had like I mean lots of blood and viscera and mm. you know attempted rape and everything like that but it's all so camp yeah that it's inoffensive yeah it's just yeah ridiculous it's... yeah it's so out of the box that you just can't take it yeah. seriously <laughs> it's mean, and that's, that's sort of like what I was saying with like the severed head oral sex scene is that the whole movie is just ridiculous if it was more serious and more realistic if mm. you could make that movie more current and more realistic then yes a scene like that is is probably going to be more offensive or yeah it would probably just be cut yeah in all honesty if they tried to remake this film nowadays well, i mean that's that's the thing i mean it's, it's, i think it is in new zealand as well like with i don't know what the the censorship board is but um i think it was like hostile 2 mm. there was a scene in that that was banned um they did a test screening in new zealand and apparently no one bought it up or anyone really cared but it was a scene where there's a girl hanging upside down and a woman cuts her open with a scythe Oof. and is sexually aroused by the blood tipping on her in a bath right and apparently like with our censorship laws you're not allowed to mix sex and death um, and how did hellraiser get in the country because that is it's concept well exactly <laughs> i mean i don't know but then i mean i'm even thinking of um peter jackson's brain dead when there's two zombies having sex and it's kind of oh, just God, like, well, it's been hot minutes since i watched brain dead yeah <laughs> um, <sighs> So, I don't know, but I guess... And, it, and it's like I said, people viewed that film and didn't even have a problem with it. Didn't think yet twice. they still censored it. Mm. I think Weird. our version of that film doesn't have that scene in it, so... Yeah, whether that's a blessing or a curse, up to you. Watch oh, it. I mean, I've watched the unrated version of it somehow. I've seen the scene, and mm. again, I mean, I've seen so much fucked up shit that it's like... <laughs> you're, a, you're a horror movie connoisseur, so... Well, it's just like... You know, there's there's a difference between art and reality. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, sure, art imitates reality or vice versa or whatever that fucking saying is. But yeah. um, it really, it, uh, to me, it doesn't matter, you know? Completely agree. Yeah. It should be able to make a film about anything. Yeah. You, you, well, in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> Within reasonable boundaries. I mean, for me, I mean, I don't care. Like, mm. you know, like... But I have to agree that uh, my favorite my favorite character was definitely Herbert West throughout this film. Uh, the the way he manages to flip flop between hero and villain is yeah. just amazing. It's just so good. Hmm. So everyone, go and watch that. Go watch Reanimator. It's really fun. Grab some friends. Grab some drinks. Give 1985's Reanimator a watch. It is a bloody good time. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, JP. Oh, thank you for having me. No worries at all. And uh, we'll see you next week. Woohoo. <laughs> Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>